St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling Brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutritional information. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist, and I thank each of you for listening today. You know, today, after all the holiday eating, doesn't it feel great to get back to healthy eating? Yes, it does. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, just maybe, you're now craving vegetables, lean meat, and good fats. And the processed carbs and all that junk food are a thing of the past. Feels good to be taking care of ourselves again. I know it does. And we have better moods. We have better energy. We have better digestion. We have better focus, better concentration. And the sense of well-being is back. And that's happening to everyone, isn't it, Leslie? Welcome to the show. We have Leslie Sabor, who's our co-host this morning, You know, Leslie is a nutrition educator, a doctor of chiropractic, and she's now completing her Ph.D. studies at the University of Minnesota. And so if you have a question, (laughs) call, because I think Leslie will have the answer, whatever it might be. Oh, she's setting me up. (laughs) So, Leslie, tell us a little bit about your doctorate thesis. Well, you're working on it right now. I am. I am. And good morning to you, Darren. Thank you for having me. It's fun to be co-hosting the show with you today. It's always fun to work with you. So, uh, yeah, so I'm finishing up. I'm in my, hopefully my final year, I think. That's what I keep saying of my doctoral thesis at the University of Minnesota. And I work in the Laboratory of Musculoskeletal Health. And there we study, essentially we study the effects of physical activity on bone health. But my focus as part of my doctoral thesis project is to study bone health in both adolescents and adults who have undergone weight loss surgery. Okay, so yes. that's going to be very interesting. Yes, yes, it and is. And no one has ever done this study before, have they? Well, not using, not to my knowledge, using the equipment that we use. We have some really uh, neat technology to study uh, bones, which is a little different than, let's say, DEXA scanning, which is very, very common. And there's been a number of studies that have used DEXA scans. Uh, but but we use some different technology, and uh, it's wonderful. So to my knowledge, we are so far the first to use this technology in this population. It's great. So how long will your study uh, go? I mean, how long are you looking? We're is looking it... for, at, we're, right now, uh, our study is for one year. So, one year. Yeah, so we'll start uh, measuring um, body composition and, and bone parameters before an individual has weight loss surgery, and then we'll study them periodically at different time points for the throughout a year uh, okay. following the surgery. So, so actually, you'll be able to show differences in bone bone mass in a year. Yes, yes. So we're, that's what we're we're hoping to be able to do is look at changes in um, parameters of bone strength and bone mass. Fantastic. Yeah. This is going to be great. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting. It's it's so much fun. Good. So, you know, 
New Year often brings with us many, for many people, a resolve to lose weight. You know, sometimes we actually have over-the-rainbow expectations of ourselves. (laughs) You know, we believe we can do it very quickly, don't we? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, if you probably would scan the magazine racks right now, I would say on just about every cover, you'll see some type of ad for weight loss. Maybe it's 30 pounds in 30 days. And do you think I could lose 30 pounds in the next 30 days? <laughs> you know, we see TV ads promising 30 pounds in 30 days if we buy their free product. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did say buy the free product. You know, shipping and handling will cost you nineteen ninety nine, And then you've signed up for this auto ship. And for the next two years, you're going to get a package monthly. Oh, and so... They charge your credit card and <laughs> you get this free product. And if it's like maybe a treadmill that you bought to exercise on, it's going to be probably sitting some in some cabinet or on some counter, never opening, costing you, could be hundreds of dollars. And all this time, you're maybe still gaining weight. Maybe it's over the frustration. Not good. Yes, not, not good. good. So what is really, what is the reality check on this? If you could lose 30 pounds in 30 days. Let's face it, no one would be overweight, would they? Right, right, exactly. I mean, really the reality check, though, Dar, I think is that what research tells us is that you can safely lose a pound to a pound and a half of body fat per week. So, Leslie, what does that mean in a year then? Well, okay, so there's 52 weeks in a year. What that means is that you can lose anywhere, let's say, from 52 to about 78 pounds in one year. Now, that's... The key with that dart is you can do that without being on a starvation diet. That's right. That's key. So, you know, and again, all the research tells us by losing 10% of our weight, you can reduce your risk of cancer, diabetes, cardiovascular health, um, inflammation, any disease state, if you just lose 10%. Yeah. And I mean, when you think about it, 10% is not necessarily a huge amount of weight that most people think that they need to lose. That's right. 10% is, is you've gone a long way to improving your health with just 10%. So if you were weighing a couple hundred pounds, Mm -hmm. which is kind of, I think, kind of the average weight for a lot of Mm -hmm. people these days, Mm -hmm. that's 20 pounds in a year. Right. 20 pounds in a year. I mean, if you lose one pound per week, that's 52 pounds in a year. So 20 is pretty doable. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not starving yourself. No. Yeah. Not at all. Absolutely not. So I and I think, you know, like you said, we're we're so much the product of media. And I mean, this has been true for let's say the past thirty years. We've been told cut fat, don't eat fat. Yes. Uh reduce calories, you know, live on one hundred calorie snack packs because yes. that's the way to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And so we try it. You know, all of us have tried it at one point or another. I mean, I know that I used to for years, uh, used to believe that fat was the enemy. Yes. And that that was the way to lose weight. Um, so, you know, we have these over-the-rainbow expectations, as you know, as you call them. And, you know, we think that we can make these big drastic changes in such a short time. But, you know, we can lose weight faster if we eat less. and But it doesn't always work that way. In fact, you know what, Leslie, and you know this, is if we cut calories we actually slow our metabolism. That's right. 
So eating five to six times a day, which is hard to do a little bit, Mm -hmm. it really is. It takes effort. Yes. And, you know, if you have some protein, some carbs, some fat, that's what's going to keep your your cells actively burning fat. Wait, so what you're telling me is that I should be eating more frequently and not skipping meals and eating the bare minimum to lose this weight now that the new year has come and I think I need to lose 30 pounds? (laughs) That's right. And, you know, but by simply eating some protein, some kind of healthy carbohydrate, like a fruit or vegetable, and some kind of healthy fat, Mm -hmm. you keep the fat cells burning and you keep all your cells burning fat for energy, basically. Well, what if... uh... Someone's a, you know, a Diet Coke, a Diet Pepsi drinker. How do, does it mean, well, that's no calories, right? I mean, how does that play into the equation? It cuts off that flame. Uh-huh. It, it puts it out. Well. So that, you don't have that flame of fat burning. Well, that that's problematic. <laughs> that could be problematic. So for long-term success, kind of a slow, steady pace always wins the race. And I have a perfect example of this. Um, Linda lost 72 pounds eating real food in three years. But this was after she had a kidney transplant, after taking anti-rejection drugs, working full-time, going to graduate school. So honestly, you have to commend her. So if you want to learn more about Linda, you can go to our website, weightandwellness.com, and read her testimonial. It really will blow your socks off. That's amazing. That's amazing. And it and, is a, and that's over 72 pounds over three years. Yes. This isn't drastic. This is very doable. And the, it's not just the weight that came off. It's her health that kept improving, her energy, everything kept improving because she's, all she did is eat protein, carbohydrate, and fat, but she ate healthy protein, she ate healthy fat, and she ate healthy carbohydrates. So she wasn't eating candy bars. Mm-hmm. She was eating vegetables and fruits in place of candy bars. And she probably wasn't starving herself on a diet. No, she wasn't. Right. Not at all. Right. I mean, so one of the things that we've talked about in our classes, we brought brought up this book. It's uh, by, the, by an author. Her name is Deborah Waterhouse. And she wrote a book called Like Mother, Like Daughter. And Deborah Waterhouse is also a registered dietitian. But what she found in terms of dieting is that it's dieting. That is the primary cause of weight and eating problems. And here's what she says. First, we undereat. Okay, does this sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which slows our metabolism. And then we celebrate and we overeat because we've been so good not eating. <laughs> and we because we've been on a starvation diet. Yes, and we we can't stop eating. That's right. That's right. I tell you, I have, if we have time for just a super uh-huh. quick story, I have uh, a friend of my husband's. I, I also know him as well, but he works with my husband. His name is Gary. And he's, for years, trying to trying to diet, lose weight. He's slowly been gaining weight, not feeling as good, not having energy. And he started eating Five, six times a day. Uh-huh. Kind of like what we say. Oh, yes. Um, you know, I mean, you know, he sees my husband mm-hmm. eating this way. He knows that I eat this way. And he says, you know, to my husband, Roman, what what are you doing? Mm-hmm. My husband tells him. He says, Gary, you've got to eat five, six times a day. 
you have to eat protein. You have to eat carbohydrates. You have to eat fat at every meal. So Gary starts doing this. Mm-hmm. Well, lo and behold, after oh several months, he's lost, if I remember correctly, maybe 15 pounds or so. Okay. And he called me on the phone one day and he said, Leslie, I have to tell you, I feel so good. I've lost weight. And he said, and this was the most profound thing that he said to me. What he said was, this is not, it doesn't feel like a diet to me. This is not, a, he said, when I was on a, when I would go on a diet before, I couldn't wait to get off so that I could go back to eating the way I ate. Yes. I couldn't wait till I lost whatever weight I felt I needed to lose so I could go back to eating what I wanted to eat before. And I was always hungry. And he said, this is not, he said, eating five, six times a day, eating real food that I like, that I enjoy. He said, I'm never hungry and I feel great. He said, I never think about, well, when can I stop? I love it. (laughs) Well, you know, I think that Oprah has been a good example of kind of doing that starvation. Mm -hmm. You know, she did Mm -hmm. that liquid fast. Yeah, she did lose a lot of weight. Yes. That was for one day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then after that, she went on a variety of low-calorie, low-fat. And you know what's happened is she's kind of burned her thyroid out. Yeah. And so now she's got health problems. And uh, I think that not only Oprah, but also her staff, they seem to have these over-the-rainbow expectations Mm -hmm. of Oprah they had her out there running marathons mm-hmm. without enough energy in her cells to really work well. Yeah. And then she, you know, always low calorie, low, low fat, starvation. Mm-hmm. And she has a lot of stress in her life. And it was not enough to keep her going and fuel her for good energy. That's right. Well, so that's, you know, that's another downfall of, of, not eating enough and what we're, you know, what I think a lot of people will try to do after New Year's because it is a popular resolution yes. to lose weight and they, and they're excited about it, which is great. And you want to get a jump start on it, but you have to go about it in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's one over the rainbow expectation thinking that we can, you know, lose weight quickly by really drastically changing our eating in ways that are unhealthy. But another way, Another uh, over-the-rainbow expectation? Hold that. Leslie, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back. Yes. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in therapeutic nutritional nutritional counseling. We are so pleased to let you know that over 4,000 people have signed up on iTunes to listen to Dishing Up Nutrition. We now have listeners in China, Mexico, Australia, Germany, the UK, Colorado, California, And lots of people on the East Coast are listening to us. And we simply say thank you for listening. And we will work as hard as we can to bring you life-changing nutrition information every Saturday. So if you have questions today, our number is 651-641-1071. Living Life Out Loud on FM 107.1. Laugh along. If you want to feel better, you want to have more energy, you want to sleep through the night, feel less achy, improve your digestion and your moods, look at nutrition. Good nutrition can change all of those things, and the educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness want to help you. 
They do this with their weight and wellness classes. It's a series of six classes you can learn so much about your body and how to properly fuel your body. Did you know that poor nutrition is related to more than 90% of all health conditions? Learn how to properly run your body. The educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness can help you through the weight and wellness classes. Right now, if you register with a friend or family member, you'll each get $25 off. Sign up by calling 651-699-3438. Classes offered in St. Paul, Wyzetta, White Bear Lake, Edina, Maple Grove, Burnsville, Anoka, Woodbury, and Chanhassen. For more information on a class near you, call 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com. Living Life Out Loud on FM 107.1. Laugh along. I don't want another pretty face. I don't want just anyone. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Leslie Sabora, nutrition educator, and I'm here with Dar Kavist licensed nutritionist, and we are talking about how over-the-rainbow expectations can sometimes get in the way of making nutrition a priority. Now, when you look at food choices, I think it's important to think about making maybe small changes by simply changing maybe one food for another. And these Mm -hmm. small changes can make big life changes. So here's a suggestion. Sodas, maybe energy drinks that you like to sip on throughout the day. Switch to mineral water, throw in a twist of lime or a lemon or a cucumber. Perfect. Yeah. And and you've just eliminated high fructose corn syrup. Or? And inflammation. Yes. <laughs> or if it's a diet pop, you've eliminated a lot of chemicals. That's right. That's right. That's right. Or change maybe instant oatmeal mm-hmm. to steel cut oats. Instant oatmeal is really essentially just a, simply a starch and sugar, which will increase your blood sugar it, very quickly. You know what, Leslie? I always talk about instant oatmeal as someone has already eaten it before. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me never want to eat instant oatmeal, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't eat it anyway, but it would it would certainly make me not want to eat it anymore. And if people aren't familiar with steel cut oats, it's just oats that have been chopped with a steel blade. That's right. So all the fibers there. That's right. And all the nutrients. Selenium, B vitamins, high yep. in fiber, which help maintain your blood sugar, not spike it. Yep, exactly. All great so things. Just a couple of small changes makes a huge difference. That's right. And we have a few callers already. Oh, wonderful. All right. Good morning, Jen. Welcome to uh, Dishing Up Nutrition. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks, for, thanks for taking my call. I'm a longtime listener and follower. Thank um, you. Thank you. And I'm so pleased to hear that uh, people are listening from all over the world. I was unaware of that. I just we, I wish we could broadcast it from every TV station, um, every channel on Saturday. I, yeah, I mean, you're just going to give us a big head here. Yeah. <laughs> I think we well, like that too. You know, because I get so infuriated, like when I watch shows like The Biggest Loser. Uh-huh. Me too. I get so, and it's like I have to just stop watching, but. You know, like when you see somebody lose 43 pounds in a week, even though he was 486 pounds, people are watching this. And, you know, they're they're exercising these people until they vomit, and then they're not feeding them properly. They're having, like, Kellogg's Special K for breakfast. Yes, yes, yes. And promoting diet soda and chewing gum as a snack. And I'm just like... It's no wonder that finally now I just read an article um, about somebody from the Biggest Loser season one or two who, of course, has gained all the weight back. 
um, you know, of course. And yeah, it's going to happen to a lot of well, them. Yes. But people are eating this stuff up, excuse the pun, yep. and they're following <laughs> these steps of these people that have no knowledge in nutrition. And these these people, these trainers are putting out books on nutrition. Mm-hmm. And and then you watch, like, uh, like I was watching Rachel Bray yesterday, and she had Bobby Flay, I think, on her program, who has a new book out about how to and to eat, you know, lower calorie things. And the stuff that he was promoting just about made my stomach turn. I mean, it was just ridiculous of well, basically everything fat-free and calorie-free. Yeah. And Well, I think you know, what's happening is that because of the the high percentage of 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 people that have weight problems now, you know, I think, what is it, 66% mm-hmm. of the population, all the food companies and all the people are getting into... Um, the weight loss industry, right. and they're coming up with any kind of thing they can come up with, and they haven't really right. thought through. So, and I think, and I think, really, also, I think this points mm-hmm. to the fact that we need to be our own best advocate, and we need to be intelligent consumers of not only product but information as well. And I think, Jen, that you make, you know, you bring up a good point: is that that you're seeing these things happen, and I think we just need to be as a public aware of that this is a television show and this is maybe not the healthiest way to lose weight. But then, sure. Leslie, if you're, if you're thinking about that, you know, you have somebody that's, say, 13 years old and right. is struggling a little right. bit with uh, his or her weight, and she's, they're going to see that show and say, well, this has to be the solution then. Right. I think... Right. Um, it, it, go ahead. No, go, go ahead, ahead, Jen. Well, it just makes the argument so much harder when I'm trying to educate people in my own life... Um, they're, well, so-and-so says this and so-and-so says that, and what right. about these products and what about that commercial? And, mm-hmm. you know, oh, no, eggs and bacon, that's cholesterol. I can't eat that. <laughs> and, you know, it's just all this misinformation out there makes it so much harder for people to understand, and which is why right. I, I, I'm a solution-type person, which is why when you said, um, you know, that people all around the world are listening, it's so encouraging to hear that because... Um, you know, I just wish more and more people could be aware, you know, and uh, it, it would just, you know. Well, I anyway. think I think you're spreading the word very nicely for us, and I, we appreciate that. So thank you for calling in. And I Absolutely. we totally agree with you on all those mm-hmm. points. Every time well, I look I, at that show, too, I go, oh, how can this be? How can they have I this? Know. And it's I they know. keep, <laughs> but they must well, have a lot you. of viewers because, you know what, they this is what the third or fourth year yeah. that that show has been on. I think they have a tremendous uh, viewership yeah. in that show. They do, they do, and it's getting bigger. And I just want to thank you guys for speaking the truth and doing what you do, um, because that's where the real results lie. And I will continue to be an advocate. Thank so. you very much. Oh, thank you, Jen. Thank. So, Leslie, let's take another caller here. Okay. Good morning, Tess. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi. Hey there. I have a- I was calling because I am having some rotator, some pretty major rotator cuff surgery pretty mm-hmm. soon. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that one of the things the surgeon said was um, that nutrition is going to play a big part in the healing process. Yes. Great um, surgeon then. But he left it at that. And I'm sure part of it was just, you know, in the essence of time. But um, I was hoping maybe you could give me a little more information about you know, what can I do on the nutrition end to yes. optimize healing? And if you can, 
push your surgery out so you you've got at least a month of really healthy eating. You're yep, gonna it's um at the end of January. Okay. So what I think you want to do is make sure that you're eating um at least uh four, about 14 ounces of protein every day. You know, okay, at wow. least 12 ounces of protein. And just kind of spread that out because that's going to help to heal that tissue. And then, okay. you know, concentrate on vegetables and eliminate the sugar. Okay, that and, I'm pretty good on, but like really snacking on the protein. Yep, and then also okay. s- snack on healthy fat, like olives and avocado, nuts, you know, use olive oil, butter, all those things. Okay, so are almonds a good snack? Yep. Like the raw or, raw or dry roasted almonds? Yep, that would be fine. And okay. then we actually have a product at, at, at our office, it's called Surgical Healing. And if oh. people take that before... And then about three or four days before they are going to have surgery, they stop using it. And then they start again three or four days after surgery, and they use it again for maybe a month. And people heal so much faster when they use that product. Okay. And it's just, it's amazing. So well, it those are some ideas for you. Pardon me? Those are some ideas for you. Great. Thank you so much. Yes. Thanks for the call. And okay. I think we're, you know, Leslie, we're going to take another quick break oh, here. Oh, it goes so yeah, I know, fast. it does. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. And, you know, cancer is the second leading cause of death in the United States now. But I fear a few people are talking about prevention. Hmm. Maybe early detection, but not prevention. So we kind of wanted to start a grassroots movement to open people's minds up to believe and practice prevention. And the first step for all of us to do is to eliminate trans fats. You know, do as the New York City officials have done. They've banned trans fats in all their restaurants. So how about if you just ban trans fats from your body? I like this. Don't eat any more. And that's one of my rules. If possible, I never eat trans fats. And so if you have questions today, it's 651-641-1071. Living Life out loud on FM 107.1. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Starting this coming week, the Weight and Wellness series of classes will start in 13, count them, 13 locations. (laughs) I want to point out some new locations. So we now have classes in Stillwater, Andover, Anoka, Burnsville, Chanhassen, downtown St. Paul, Minneapolis, and of course, Edina, Wyzetta, Woodbury, and Maple Grove. And where are you teaching? I am going to be teaching the Living the Weight and Wellness Way series in Wyzetta. Okay. Yes. And the cost, or no, wait, we have day classes. So during the day and evening classes, Mm -hmm. try to fit everybody's schedule. And the cost is $225. So what have past me- past uh, class members said? Mm-hmm. Everyone should said? take these classes. The best $225 I've ever spent. <laughs> I lost 18 pounds in six weeks. I feel great. Thank you. So visit our website, weightandwellness.com, or call 651-699-3438 to sign up. Right. 
So, you know, Leslie, we were talking a little bit about Oprah and the low calorie and the fact that she now has a thyroid issue. Yeah. And we had a a person that called in and asked us this question. So, okay, so what, if you have a thyroid issue, what do you do with about it? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I look at thyroid issues because it's the... It's kind of an epidemic problem right now. Right. So many people have thyroid issues. So what is, you have to go down and look at what is causing thyroid issues. Mm-hmm. So I think when we are adding all these chemicals into our diet, like Diet Pop, all this NutraSweet, all this stuff, trans fats, all the chemicals, the MSG, you know, that our thyroid is such a small, tiny organ and so fragile right. that we, I think what happens is we just damage it then yeah. with, the, with the way that we're eating. Right. And, and I think probably high sugar eating and um, problems with our insulin and problems with insulin resistance mm-hmm. contribute to the problem as well. Yes. So it, again, it goes back to this basic eating. Right. We keep talking about is healthy protein, lots of vegetables, good fat to help to heal that thyroid gland. And sometimes you can actually uh, keep it from continuing to to go down and and actually reheal it so that sometimes it comes back to f- functioning normally for people. So, you know, it's it's a nutrition problem. Right. Right. Oh. As as many as many health problems are. Right. So we, before we took some callers, we were talking about other over-the-rainbow expectations. Yes. So I've got another one that I think can, some of us can get into. And we have this sort of high expectation of ourselves that we need to be, we need to be perfect in every way. Right? So maybe if you're a student, you need to have perfect grades. Mm-hmm. Every woman wants to have a perfect body. Yes. And we'd all want to have the perfect and ideal job. Right. Right? So what I hear from clients a lot is they skip lunch because you know what they have to do. They've got to finish that project. Right. And they're either, they're wanting to either get attention from their boss or it's that built-in, I got to be perfect, or frankly, they're really concerned about keeping their job these days. Right. Right, which is understandable, but at the same time, I mean, if you're skipping lunches or skipping an afternoon or a morning snack to to work through a project, if you're not taking even 15 minutes, what happens is you are so ravished. I mean, you're just, you're so hungry after work that you maybe go through the drive-thru oh, I hear at that all a the time. food restaurant, yes. you grab french fries, a burger, a Coke. Mm-hmm. And you're on your way home because you're so hungry, you don't have time. You think, I'm not going to go home and start cooking a meal. Right. You know, and that's another thing that I hear often is, you know, being perfect on the job, skipping lunch, and then what do they do? They grab popcorn and a Coke. Or another thing they grab is a muffin and a latte. Mm-hmm. Especially if they put a little mocha syrup in there so that it gets a little more sugar. Right. Or if we're just trying to be a little bit healthy, we grab a fat-free yogurt. Yes. With lots of sugar. Right. Yes. So, you know, the bottom line is we don't manage our food choices very well when we're trying to be perfect. That's right. 
because we think about everything else mm-hmm. and that be- that becomes you know secondary or tertiary or some other <laughs> you know number down on the list and i mean dar you've even called me on this <laughs> i have to you know what okay i have to admit i i am sort of one of these people who wants to do the best job that i can yes she does <laughs> i just i i feel like i want to do a good job with things and she does <laughs> but, and i tell you when i went back to school it was um you know i was out of i was out of college for nine years when I went back mm-hmm. to work on my graduate degree and it was very stressful and I had high expectations for myself and I wanted to do well and well, you don't want to fail and you have those fears and so you want to do the best that you can and yet I'm trying to maintain everything I did prior to that so you which, know I'm staying up which was a lot yes <laughs> just a busy just a busy life and so I stay up late studying reading my journal articles, and then I'd get up at 4.30 in the morning to go work out. <laughs> and then I'd try to do a full day at school. And, I mean, I, and, and I came to see you, and I said, Dar, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like I'm managing well. And you just looked at me and you said, what are you sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? And And I was, you know, I was... I think I had kind of that over the rainbow expectation because it was something new for me and I really wanted to do, to do as well as I could. And I was trying to be the perfect student. I was trying to be, you know, take care of my health and trying to do all of those things. But it kind of, everything sort of started to fall down around me. So what did you, what did you change? Well, I tell you, I changed my schedule. Okay. And boy, am I a happier person because of that. (laughs) My alarm does not go off at 4 or 4.30 in the morning, which many of my friends said, that's the middle of the night. Yeah. Uh, so I changed my schedule. I started eating. You know, I'd get up in the morning and I'd eat my breakfast, my, you know, my spinach omelet and sweet potatoes with a little bit of butter. And and then I'd work out after class. Okay. I worked out after class. Or if I didn't have a class that morning, I could go work out after breakfast. And so I was fueling myself and getting enough sleep. So that I could manage and so I could still come home and I could enjoy making dinner and having dinner with my husband. And, you know, it was okay. Everything worked out. And how are your grades? They're pretty, they're okay. (laughs) They're they're okay. They're a-okay. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, even the Wall Street Journal is now interested in nutrition because Congress has decided that they need to protect America's littlest consumer. Uh, Lawmakers are fed up with the food and beverage companies marketing to kids, steering them toward high-calorie foods or foods with lots of sugar and trans fats. You know, the likely brands or the products that are going to be affected by this possible legislation, soft drink companies, cookie companies, people that, you know, the candy bar companies, the cereal companies, and the sweet, sweetened yogurt companies. So I bet there's going to be a lot of lobbyists out in full force when this hits. But we're on the right move, so we'll be back in a minute. Living Life Out Loud on FM 107.1. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you think a nutrition class is going to be boring, 
or that you know everything about nutrition, but you just can't eat healthy, I want you to think about checking out our class, Jumpstart Your Metabolism. It's being taught by Kristen and Woodbury. It's on Monday, this Monday, January 11th. It's only $25, and you will not only learn, but you're going to have fun as well. So not not boring. You can sign up online at weightandwellness.com or call our office at 651-699-3438. So let's take a couple of callers. I think we'll um, go to... Hi, Jenny. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I recently went to the doctor and found out that I have high blood pressure. I was wondering if you recommend any certain foods to eat to get that under control. Well, let's just kind of problem solve this. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that, um, first of all, I don't know if you drink pop, but we know that if you do, cut it out because it makes your blood pressure go up. Okay. Got, got some other, you know, want to talk about sugar, Leslie, a little bit? Oh, boy. Well, high sugar eating could be problematic as well. And so and, and that's not just cakes or cookies or candies or the obvious high sugar foods, but it could also be highly processed Foods like white bread, pasta, uh, white rice in, you know, too large of quantities could also be considered, are also considered high sugar, and that could be problematic for your blood pressure as well. And, you know, the other things that we, in you know, things like uh, fast food, because they've got trans fats in them, they've got chemicals in them, they've got excess sodium in it, uh, so many things like that. So you might not eat any of these things. I don't generally. Okay. So basically you want to, you know, you want to concentrate as we've talked about before, you want to concentrate on meat and lots of vegetables Mm -hmm. and healthy fat. And then as far as a very effective supplement is some magnesium, Mm -hmm. Um, magnesium, you know, kind of through the day, usually people's blood pressure is the highest in the morning when they first wake up. So making sure that you are sleeping well, sleeping, you know, eight to nine hours a night, um, not having any kind of sleep apnea. I mean, there's so many factors when you start looking at blood pressure. I mean, we could kind of go on and on. And caffeine as well. Caffeine, mm -hmm, all those things. Um, How much magnesium should I be taking? Well, at least 400, but you might find that you take 400 at bedtime in a cup. And a couple hundred in the morning when you get up with breakfast. Okay. So a good uh, form, Jenny, to, to think about taking is a magnesium glycinate. Okay. It's the most absorbable form of magnesium. Okay. And I think generally you can purchase those in uh, tablets of 100 milligrams each. Okay. Yes. All right. Thank okay. You very much. I hope that helps with some ideas. There's lots of things to consider, though, with uh, blood pressure issues and... You know, and there's a lot of factors involved in that. So sure. thank you very much for the call today. You're welcome. Bye-bye. So we were kind of talking a little bit about expectations, mm-hmm. over-the-rainbow expectations. Mm-hmm. And we know back in the 50s when June Cleaver was around. Oh, Leave it to Beaver. Yes. I love that show. She had perfect kids, didn't she? Yes. She was a perfect wife, and she had perfect meals. Yes. Well, and she stood in the kitchen cooking in a beautiful dress and heels. <laughs> I mean, I do that every day. Yes. <laughs> Just ask my husband. Right. I, you know, I'm all dressed up. But that doesn't always happen, does it? I don't think so. I don't think so. The reality check is 
you know, when I grew up, my mother cooked every night. We had some type of a home-cooked meal every night. But the more and more I talk to people through our classes um, and just in general is that most families don't have time to cook mm-hmm. or, you know, they just don't make take the time to cook or prepare a meal. So it's not always a lot of hands-on cooking, but it's preparing. And so what happens is that you find yourself maybe ordering in, you pick up a pizza on the way home, mm-hmm. or you have a frozen pizza, or you go through the fast food lane. And, you know, I read an interesting article in the Star Tribune a couple, a few days ago, I think it was on the 6th of January, mm-hmm. that pizza sales, specifically frozen pizza sales, are growing faster than the overall food market. Wow. Meaning, what that means essentially is that at dinner time, pizza is the seventh most common eaten meal at dinner. Okay. Seventh most common. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty high on the list. So, Leslie, what's wrong with pizza? Well, <laughs> uh, okay, There's a, there could be numerous things wrong with pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're buying a fast food pizza, if you look at the list of ingredients, I would put money on the fact that you are probably going to see some type of hydrogenated fat, mm-hmm. partially hydrogenated fat, a trans fat. You are also going to see high fructose corn syrup, which seems unlikely in pizza. But it's there. But it's there. It's there. <laughs> and and lots of chemicals. Highly, It's a highly processed food. And honestly, just like a slice of that often has 12 teaspoons of sugar in it. Yeah, isn't that incredible? They actually put sugar in the crust. Mm-hmm. And then they also, of course, the sauce has sugar in it. And um, they've got lots of sodium in that. That's right. So not necessarily the best way to spend your grocery dollars. But and we know that it that knowing those things, that's probably not the type of food that you want to feed your family. Right. Right. And you know, before we go on a break, I want to just mention one other thing that a lot of people I see a lot of mothers doing this. They go through that fast food lane mm-hmm. and they let their kids pick up chicken nuggets. Right. And did you know that chicken nugget has forty six 46 different ingredients. And often the names are even hard to pronounce, but there's also a lot of partially hydrogenated soybean oil in it. And six small nuggets gives you 500 calories, but only one ounce of protein, one ounce of chicken. Would you like some chicken with those chemicals? That's right. (laughs) So if you're going to have your child eat um, four ounces of uh, chicken, you have to get four servings, and you end up with 2,000 calories. That's an eye-opener, Dar. That plus, is an eye-opener. Plus a lot of trans fats. Right. So, well, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you're feeling the stress of holiday eating and you need to lose weight, you know, we can actually individualize a plan to fit your budget and your schedule. So it's real food for real results, simple but healthy. And we'll be back in a minute. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. So as Dar said before, our cancer prevention tip this week is to eliminate foods with trans fats. So what that can mean is changing from a peanut butter with partially hydrogenated fat in it to one with just peanuts and salt. 
or change from margarine or another butter-like spread to real butter or change from french fries to maybe grilled sweet potato wedges. And they taste better? Oh, yes. And for your coffee, change from maybe using an artificial coffee creamer to real cream or a half and half. So we we want to keep people out of that fast food lane or that frozen pizza stuff. Mm-hmm. So let's share some ideas as far as what you can really do for quick meals. Yes. Well, I tell you, one of the busiest times of the day is in the morning. Mm-hmm. Because you're up, you're trying to get ready to get going. Maybe you have kids, you want to get them out. One of the things that I think is a great idea is um, an egg bake, which we have a recipe for on our website. And I use eggs, cream, either broccoli or asparagus, and some cheese. And I make it in a 9 by 12 or a 9 by 13 inch pan. So, and I cook it. And so during the week, Every day, I can just cut a square. I can heat it up, have it with a piece of fruit. It's quick. It's satisfying. It gets me off to a good start, and it gives me a lot of energy for the day. Yes, very good. Simple. Simple. So I do this. I make chili often the night before, and I just put it in the crock pot, and then I set it to finish cooking, and usually it takes about three hours, so that when I get home at night at 8 o'clock or whatever time it is, you know, you have to work out. That's right. <laughs> there is a hot meal ready for me and it tastes great. Right. Right. And you don't have to, when you come home, you're not thinking, oh, great. Now I have to spend an hour, half an hour or an hour cooking. It's already done. It's already done. It's already done. You know, another thing that works great in the crock pot is beef stew. Mm-hmm. Or we have a chicken wild rice soup recipe that is amazing. It's great. Fabulous. And this this recipe is on our website at weightandwellness.com, or you can call us at 651-699-3438 at our offices, and we'll mail it out to you. Yes. I mean, that's service. Service. Yeah. (laughs) And if you don't have a crock pot with a timer, I say buy one. Yes. You can, you know, sometimes if you, those older crock pots that didn't have a timer, I'd always overcook my food. But this one, you can set it for to cook about four and a half hours. And it seems like almost everything, if it cook, cook it for about four and a half hours, it's done. It's perfect. It's not overcooked. has great taste. Yes. And the crockpots are, they're economical. Yes. I mean, you think sort of over the long term, buying a crockpot versus spending the money on fast food, much better investment. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. And tastes much better. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I was kind of thinking, Dar, that when we have over-the-rainbow expectations, to lose, you know, lose weight quickly, to try to be perfect in lots of different aspects of our life, it is hard to live up to. And sometimes it's impossible to live up to because they're unrealistic expectations. That's why we call them (laughs) over-the-rainbow. And what happens then is those things become a priority and nutrition doesn't. That's right. And there's often a fallout. And what you experience is Something's physical. Like when I came to you and I was exhausted. So that can manifest itself as fatigue or maybe weight gain. When we're trying to do the opposite, we're actually Mm -hmm. gaining. Mm -hmm. Our cholesterol numbers are going up. Maybe our blood pressure is going up. We might have mood swings. 